The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 15th of April. In your Squiz today, looking towards COVID-19's economic impact, urgent aid for Vanuatu sits in quarantine, Joe Biden's big endorsements and getting zumped. This is your Squiz today. The coronavirus outbreak has always been a situation with two fronts, health and the economy, with Health Minister Greg Hunt confirming that we're flattening the curve when it comes to containing the spread of COVID-19. Attention is turning to the impact on the Australian economy after all of this, Claire. Business confidence is low and the unemployment rate is expected to hit 10%. Yes, and it's a tricky situation. Our Treasurer Josh Frydenberg outlined yesterday because the economy is failing with those health restrictions in place. And the longer that those restrictions in place, the harder it is going to be for the economy to get revved up again. So Frydenberg fully acknowledges that it's going to take what he calls a Team Australia moment to get past all of this. The International Monetary Fund is saying Australia will have one of the worst hit economies in our region. It's really bad news from the IMF overnight. It says that we're heading uh, towards what's been the biggest hit to the economy since the onset of the Great Depression almost 100 years ago. That's not just us, that's across the globe. Australia's economy, though, is tipped to shrink by 6.7% this year, which is really just devastating news. So what does all this mean for businesses here in Australia? Yeah, not a lot of good Uh, news really for businesses Mm. here in Australia. We know that they've um, put people off. We know that they're trying to hibernate and about 800,000 businesses have already sought to access that JobKeeper payment, which was that $130 billion worth of support from the government. Uh, But if you're looking at specific sectors, probably the one to point to uh, is the airline industry and Virgin Australia is really looking to get its hands on support from the government via uh, a $1.4 billion loan. There's analysts saying that Virgin won't survive this without some kind of support, but the federal government's being very careful not to pick winners, as Scott Morrison has said before. Virgin Australia went into a trading halt yesterday as they take the time to consider the issues they're facing. Over to Tasmania now, and police are investigating whether a dinner party of healthcare workers led to this new outbreak over the Easter period, Claire. News of an illegal dinner party uh, spread across the land Still yesterday. It's strange that those words exist, isn't it? <laughs> no, it really is. It's kind of emblematic of the times. But yeah. our chief medical officer, Brendan Murphy, was giving a briefing to some New Zealand um, health experts and said that that cluster uh, in Burnie, which is a particular issue at the moment, might have come from that sort of gathering, but that was walked back, as everyone talked about yesterday, when he said that uh, that was the rumour, but still police are going to investigate that. Police are also still investigating the Ruby Princess cruise ship, the greatest source of Australia's outbreaks. That investigation is expected to take up to six months. And news this morning too, it looks like the Premier Gladys Berejiklian will announce some kind of special uh, commission to look into that. 
As the wet markets in China start to reopen, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has said he's puzzled by the World Health Organization's support for them, Claire. There's mixed messages really from the World Health Organization on this one. Uh, the wet markets, as we know, is the likely source of this coronavirus outbreak. Uh, the World Health Organization has said that the reopening of those markets in China seems to be okay. But the organization's special envoy has said that there's advice that there's real dangers around those sorts of environments. A quick look internationally, and the UK and India have extended their lockdown periods. Spain is just starting to ease some of the restrictions around essential services, so construction and manufacturing will be able to restart slowly. In terms of numbers, it's likely that the world will hit over 2 million confirmed cases today. There have been 125,000 deaths with 470,000 people recovered. Over to other news now, Cyclone Harold was a Category 5 storm that hit the Pacific nations of the Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, Fiji and Tonga last week. Getting urgent aid and life-saving supplies is being delayed by coronavirus restrictions, Claire. Really difficult one, this one. Fiji is the only nation of those to have been hit by the coronavirus. They have a handful of cases, but all of them are really trying very hard to make sure that they're social distancing, that they're doing all the right things to keep their populations safe. That, of course, is very difficult when uh, a mm. cyclone has come through. The Australian government has sent a, an air force plane load full of supplies to Vanuatu on the weekend which has been particularly badly hit uh, by Cyclone Harold but that load is being held in quarantine uh, over coronavirus concerns so yeah it's a tricky one. It's a really tough time for that region. Over to the US now, and it was just last week that Bernie Sanders pulled out of the Democrat candidate race. He's now formally endorsed former VP Joe Biden in his bid to become president, as has another big name, Barack Obama. Yeah, things are really lining up for Joe Biden when it comes to getting that Democratic nomination to face off against US President Donald Trump in November in that election. Interesting to see, though, two allegations are resurfacing uh, and new allegations surfacing about the way he conducted himself with staff with sexual assault allegations. Uh, really, that Biden campaign is going to have to tackle a whole lot as it gets to November. We do have a squiz shortcuts episode on the workings of a US election if you're curious about how presidential candidates are selected and how the election process works. I'll put a link to that in your episode notes. Any marketer will tell you branding is important, Claire. Bega Cheese have just won a court case to continue using their distinctive yellow lid in their peanut butter. The federal court dismissed an appeal by Heinz and Kraft to prevent Bega using this type of packaging. Yeah, if you're working in that industry, you know this is sort of visual cues. There's certain colours that go with certain products. And for laundry detergent, it's blue. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for chicken chips, it's green. There's those, so weird. <laughs> there's those sorts of things that they say are cross brands and sort of actually uh, mm. come to represent a particular product, no matter what brand uh, is producing it. But when it comes to peanut butter, uh, what's happened is back in 2017, Bega 
cheese made a number of acquisitions from Mondelez International and that included Vegemite. They also bought Kraft brand peanut butter and started using that iconic yellow lid with the yellow and blue label uh, on its peanut butter products. But things have changed and Kraft uh, have taken them to court, but Bega won and they get to use that uh, lock-up. They get to use those colours as they go forward. And just quickly, in these new coronavirus times, we've got a new term for being dumped in your love life, and that's being zumped. Yeah, dumped on Zoom. Isn't that a terrible, (laughs) terrible thing? These are the times we live in, I guess, isn't it? And I love the um, pictures to one of the stories, which is a text message of we need to talk and then a link to a Zoom meeting, (laughs) which is... Just looks ominous. You can read more about being zoomed and a couple (laughs) of those stories in the Squiz Today email. There's a link in there. And what's the subject line today? Subject line today, I've gone for an oldie uh, Tom Petty and it's the lyric, I'm free falling. Uh, That's certainly what our economy is doing (laughs) and economies around the world. So, yeah, I'm free, free falling. Very, very good. Before we go, over the weekend, we released a very special Squiz Kids podcast episode. It's Prime Minister Scott Morrison in a kids-only Q&A, answering questions from our Squiz Kids listeners about coronavirus. It's definitely one to check out, definitely one to put on with the kids or to put into your at-home learning schedule for the day. They ask some really great questions. You can find it in the Squiz Kids podcast, but I'll put a link to that in the episode notes as well. Have a good Wednesday, hump day already, and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. What are you?